Welcome to Paint Ed. PCA provides painting contractors with connections they need to grow their business. To find out more and to become a member, visit PCAPainted.org. Find more great content like this on PCA Overdrive. A subscription to the platform is included with membership. For all of you non-members out there, sign up for a free trial. PCA Overdrive is available on the App Store and Google Play. This episode is brought to you by Bear and Federated Insurance. Hello and welcome to the DYB Podcast. Today's guest is passionate about supporting growing businesses, particularly blue-collar industries, which is fantastic, uh, to build amazingly productive companies by hiring the right people. Growing up, he saw his father working 12-hour shifts and weekends as an owner-operator, witnessing firsthand the struggles that these companies have in hiring quality employees. Determined to help and find a better way, his company, Core Matters, provides coaching and training on attracting, hiring, and retaining rock star employees. Using his proven process, the Core Fit Hiring System, you'll learn how to start hiring better people faster. Ryan England, welcome to the show. Oh, Steve, thanks for having me here. I'm so passionate and excited to share this message with your listeners today. Right on. Thank you. I couldn't wait to have this conversation because, man, is it hard to hire. It's it's like we've never experienced this before. Mm. Uh, as hard as it's been, especially in the last you know few years, it is just it's crazy. And we can you know yeah. without going into all the politics or whatever, but but just simply like why why is hiring so hard, especially today? Well, you know, I, I think that, and and I found this when we talked to small business owners about this. I don't think we have as big a hiring problem as we think we do. I think what we really have is a retention problem. Really? And if, and if you want to challenge me on that, here's what I want yeah. you to do. I know it's, I know it's uh, almost the year's almost over, but I want you to think to last year, think on December 31st, how many employees did you have? And then I want you to fast forward a couple of months when, or, or, or 30 days when your CPA is like, hey, you've got to issue this many W-2s for all the employees you had last year. And if those numbers don't line up, which they typically don't, you typically have what I've seen, especially in the trades, three, four, five times the number of W-2s that you have to issue versus how many employees you had, you don't have a hiring problem, you have a retention problem. And that retention problem might be solved by better hiring, which is why hire better is so important to us. But what I found is that most companies can do the hiring. They're just not hiring the right people. And when they do, they don't know how to retain them. And like I said, we solve some of that through better hiring process. But, um, you know, and when, when you're in a small community, especially like unless you're in a major metropolitan area, eventually you're going to burn through all the painters. You're going to burn through all the people. <laughs> yeah. and, and you're like, wait a minute, there's 70 people out there that are good, but they've all worked for me at one day or another. And yeah. it can make it really hard to find new blood to bring into the business. Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. I remember calling competitors saying, okay, uh, Ryan's applying over here. Uh, you know, what was, what, what are the issues, you know? Yeah. And they'll give it to you straight. Like, okay, he's got this, that, and that. And you think about like, well, can I work with that? You know, cause can you're you right. Deal with it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what, what's something most businesses uh, are doing wrong when it comes to hiring? Uh, you know, there, there's, there's a lot of things, but I think the big one is, and this is kind of more of a blanket strategic statement is that they don't consider the employee or the candidates needs when they're hiring someone. So you've heard it said before, people don't leave jobs, they leave people. 
people. They leave bosses. Yet what we do is we go out to the marketplace and say, hey, I'm hiring for a painter. I'm hiring for an admin. I'm hiring for this. And here's all the things you're going to do. Well, someone that has the skills to do that job, they know what that is. But if you think about it for a second, why are they looking? They're looking because they want a different boss. They want a different team to be a part of. They want a different company culture. That's why they're looking. Yet we do nothing to appeal to that need. The need is Speak all about us and the position we need to fill. Speaking of looking, did I see a stat that said 51% of people are looking for another company to work with? Actively looking, yeah. And another 30% are open to, to looking. And it's just, it's insane how many people out there are open to yeah. switching jobs right now. Okay. So what does that look like? I mean, obviously it's like, okay, we need to write better ads, ads that appeal what to their needs. So it's not about listing just the healthcare and what other benefits that might be available, but how can a company really stand out and address their needs? Well, I think the important thing is, is to first look inward and say, hey, what is it that makes us different? How can we be of value to our team and, and stop focusing so much on how can our team be of value to our customers? Think first, hey, if I take care of building a great team and I have a lot of amazing employees, they're going to take care of the customers. But we get it, we get it backwards and we start thinking, how can I hire people to take care of the customers? But you disregard taking care of the team. And so I think looking inward and saying, what is it that we can bring to the team? What is it of value that we can have? The, the last stats that I've seen, people don't leave jobs for money anymore. I know a bunch of your listeners are like, are you kidding me? They all That's come what to they want. 25 cents more an hour. They go somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. Money's the excuse because it's easy because they know you're not going to counter it. Because if you counter it with John, guess what? The rest of your team's going to be lined up saying, where's my extra 50 cents an hour, yeah. right? Yeah. They know yeah. that. So they use that as the excuse, but the reality is, is people are leaving you because they want to go work for someone different, not do a different job. They want to work for a different team. And so if you don't know what you can do to be a value to the team member or to the candidate or to the applicant, that's where you need to start. What makes you different? And that's where company culture comes in. Right? That's where our training and development comes in. That's where helping people grow personally and professionally and putting programs in place for that come in because that's what people want way more than they want more money right now. So is this how uh, painting contractors can compete for the best people by having the best culture, focusing on culture? Focusing on culture, focusing on personal growth and development. Remember, most people don't get out of bed and say, yay, I get excited to get to go to work today and leave my friends and family <laughs> alone. Like They come to work as a means to an end. Work is what takes care of the experiences they want, the bigger house, the better cars, the sending the kids to school, that stuff. So they come to work because they want to take care of the personal side. Yet employers almost always disregard the personal side. Like you leave your drama at home. Like I don't want to hear that you need time off. I don't care that you have a sick kid, all of those things. So if we can take a step back and get into the, the psyche or, or see the world through the, the lens or the glasses that somebody else is walking, we walk in their shoes for a day or two. All of a sudden we can go, wait a minute. I think I can be a much better employer and bring more value to not only the current team, but people that I want to hire. So if I hear you correctly, to break this down into practical steps, it's yeah. maybe some one-to-one -one meetings, some lunches to truly get to understand them, not just know them, but understand them, their situation and, and the struggles that they have. And then 
see if you can help. Yeah. One of the things that we teach, we call it the growth accelerator program. And, you know, most employers hear that and they go, oh, growth. Yeah. I want my people to professionally grow. I want them to be better painters. I want them to be, you know, foremen and supervisors. I want to do that. But the, the, the flip side here is, is our growth accelerator program is a personal growth program. How many of your listeners have employees that are living paycheck to paycheck? And they're, and they're constantly focused, like, I need more money, I need more money. Or, or hey, you know, I, I know some contractors, they'll do loans, like, you know, they'll kind of be their own payday loan. Like, hey, I'll give you an advance or I'll help take care of your truck or whatever. These guys are living paycheck to paycheck. How many people are saying, hey, you know what? I've got good money management skills. I know someone that's got good money management skills. Why don't I do a lunch and learn on a weekend and invite them all in and say, hey, let's talk about how you guys can better budget, better spend your money and like invest in them money management skills because nobody else is doing that. Mm-hmm. And imagine that your team said, hey, you know what? They helped me get out of debt because they helped me better budget or they helped me uh, develop my personal skills so that I'd be more value to the company and then therefore got the raise. And we take that approach so even something as simple as going and buying Dave Ramsey's uh, Financial Peace University and running your you know your team through that. That's one of the things we talk about: FPU yeah. and smart dollar. And yeah. the investment is so minimal. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it might cost you thirty bucks a month, but what's it costing you when that guy leaves? <laughs> you got to <laughs> replace him. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you know, investing in your people just not just with dollars, but also with time can be really beneficial. We encourage the companies we work with, the owners should spend 30% of their week focused on their people. 30% of their time, a day and a half, every single week focused on their people. And when you do that, your people are going to take care of your customers. They're going to take care of your business. They're going to take care of making sure that you got new customers coming in. They're going to do those things because they feel invested in. Okay. Unpack that for us a little bit. What does that look like? 30% of the time or a day and a half? Is that following up? Are those um, meetings, they lunches? What? Yeah. So one of the places we start is we take a look at, so, so ninety more than 90% of job seekers start their search online. Right? We're all online. I would imagine that even your smallest contractors have a website or social media presence oh, yeah. or something like that. Because you have to in this day mm-hmm. and age. Yet how many of them taking a step back and say, well, when a job seeker looks at my online profile, what do they see? Are they excited about what they see? Uh, I don't know if you have any listeners like this, but we have some contractors who are like, Yelp is the worst. They're awful. They don't, the, yeah. I hate Yelp. And <laughs> they'll have a two and a half star review and they'll mm. be challenging them like hey that guy's never been a client he's just mad because one of my techs cut him off right like that's yeah, the argument yeah. <laughs> and so i saw throw one them- where like my cat went in their yard and they called the humane society on me they might be good painters but i hate them for neighbors you know <laughs> <laughs> yes exactly and so what do people do they throw their arms up in the air and they say ah oh, screw yelp mm-hmm. well you know what yelp is one of the most trafficked websites for reviews in the world Google knows this. So when someone does a search for your company name, guess what's going to pop up high? Yelp. Even if they search for your company name and put jobs at the end of it, guess what's going to pop up high? Yelp. And a job seeker is going to see that and say, well, if the customers aren't thrilled, (laughs) what's it like being on the inside and working for this company? So one of the first things you want to do is you want to take a look at your online brand and say, hey, am I attractive to the people I want to attract? Because if I'm not attractive to the good people, or let's say, hey, you are one of those companies that's hiring a lot, but you don't like the people that you're attracting. If you're not attracting good people, 
you're probably not attractive to good people. Hold on. If you're not attracting good people, you're probably not attractive to good people. Correct. Mm. Yeah, sit with that one for a minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so really think about that for a moment. If you're not happy with the quality of candidates that you're getting or you're not getting enough, take a step back and say, what do they see? Mm. Is, it, is it good enough for them to get excited about wanting to join my team? Would it help to, to your point to also share more uh, team experiences on social? Right. Oh, that's a I love that idea. So many people have customer testimonials, mm-hmm. but no one ever has employee testimonials. And the, the funny thing is, I'll hear this argument and I'm sure people are listening to this right now going, yeah, but my team would never do that for me. Mm. You know what? I've never, ever in the hundreds of companies that we've worked with, I've never mm-hmm. had someone come to me and say, oh, I asked my team, they, they told me to shove it. They weren't going to help. No, <laughs> they're like, I have ideas. Are you cool? Is it cool if I do this? Can I do it on my phone? Like I post a TikTok all the time. I'd love to do a video. Yeah. And then the owner's like, I had no idea. They had 10,000 followers on TikTok. Like you <laughs> learned so much about people. And I've never once had a team come back and say, I don't want to help. Hmm. Because the so, reality is your yeah. team is overworked too. Hmm. They know you need help hiring and they want to help. Yeah. Would it help too? So as we're writing a hi- back to hiring ed here, um, a lot of times in marketing for sales and trying to get customers, it will, you mentioned testimonials, right? And so we quote test, uh, customers, but what, what if we asked our employees, uh, why do you work here? And then quote them rather than say we're a great place quote them saying whatever it is they say about their experience there. Just so we're clear, Steve has not read my book yet. We're just on the same wavelength. All right. So for the listeners out there, yes, that is exactly what I want to do. Don't take my word for it. Hear what our employees have to say, put in some quotes and then link to your careers page where all their video testimonials are. So they get to hear it firsthand. I mean, how powerful would that be? (laughs) And I promise you, your competitors aren't doing this stuff. Mm, you want to right? stand out? Go do that. Mm-hmm. People are going right to see on. that and say, yeah, that's a team I want to be a part of. Yeah. Right on. Now, not to beat this dog, but I'm just curious because this is your space yeah. and this is what you specialize yeah. in. Do you see a difference in the trades versus um, uh, other industries where it is a little more difficult in the trades or is it just equally hard all the way around? Now, there's some, it's really more positions, I think, than industries. Mm-hmm. I think there's some positions that are just easy uh, you know, for some of your larger contractors, they might have some customer service reps that they need or some admin assistance or something like that. They yeah. post those ads, they get bombarded. Mm-hmm. They get bombarded, but then they post an ad for a painter and they're thinking, does no one know how to paint? Yeah. <laughs> There's no yeah. one applying. Yeah. And then they'll post yeah. the CSR and they'll have, they'll have 400 applications yeah. on Monday and they're like, what? <laughs> I could just okay. put a paintbrush in some of these people's hands. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so I think it's more dependent on position yeah. than it is okay. the actual okay. industry right now. Another, speaking of applications for painting positions, <sighs> It's incredible how many of the applicants, um, after the uh, the companies will reach out to them, they'll see a great applicant, and say, "Hey, fantastic! Um, let's let's schedule a phone call interview or even an in person interview. Uh, we'd really like to speak with you." And they're getting ghosted left and right. Yeah. How can they overcome this? 
you know, it's, it, it wasn't a thing. I mean, ghosting's been happening forever. It started in the dating world. That's where we heard about it and all that. And it's been happening for a long time, but I haven't started having to coach it as much as I have in the last 18 months. It's just so bad right now. It's crazy. Yeah. Here's, so here's, there's a couple of things that we do to coach and I'll, I'll do, I'll keep some simple tactics. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a client that had a 90% no show rate. 90%. They had that, HR. Was, so let me just say that sounds common to everybody that, that yeah. we're dealing with. So yeah, which is horrible. HR was centralized and they had mm-hmm. multiple branches. And so HR was having the phone conversations and then scheduling with the branch managers. Right? And this was a construction company, um, home service and uh, 90% no show rate. And they were just like, what a waste of time. So we actually had them set up that we were able to listen in on some calls. And so we actually listened some of the calls that they were having. And what we found was the recruiter was just pencil whipping the questions. There were mm. six questions they had to ask. They asked the six questions. If they got any kind of response, they checked the box. They weren't listening to what was being mm. said. And I'll never forget, there was one in particular, one of the questions was, are you available to work overtime? It's a common question. Are you available for overtime? Are you available for a flexible schedule? And I'll never forget this one guy. He says, he says, yes, except for Friday nights. And she goes, great. We don't work Friday nights. You know, we, we let everybody go home early on Friday and uh, she moved on. Hmm. And he said, he said, yeah, except for Friday nights. Cause I play in a band and she just moved on. Hmm. And I said, that was an opportunity for you to create an emotional connection with them and give them a reason to want to show up because somebody took a minute to care about something they cared about. Mm. And our coaching went something like this. The next time you hear somebody share something personal, ask them about it. Mm. You play in a band on Friday nights. Tell me about that. Like, where do you play? Have I heard any of your music? You know, what kind of style of music? What instrument do you play? I mean, how many questions could you ask somebody about, mm-hmm. I play in a band on Friday night, so I can't work overtime. Yeah. yeah. But I think our inclination is, our, our, our default response is, I'm busy. I've got to get off this call as fast as possible and get back to the work I was doing before I got interrupted by this person that I want to hire. Yeah. <laughs> Move on. Yeah. And so that was our coaching. Anytime you get something personal... About three weeks later, we have another session with her and I say, so how are things going? She goes, everybody just wants to talk about themselves. <laughs> like, that's all I do is share personal stuff. I go, and how's the no-show rate? And this is what she told me. She goes, Ryan, she goes, I didn't think that this would do it. But she goes, we went from a 90% three weeks ago to less than 10% three weeks later. Wow. Create emotional connection. Give the candidate something to lose a new friend, a Mm. boss that cares about them, someone that's interested in what they're interested in, give them something to lose and they will not ghost you. Mm. That's fantastic. Thank you, Ryan. Now, uh, where, right? Where can companies find good people? Oh, okay. So let's, I want to, I want to break that down, that question down. You use the word find good people. Here's the thing. They're, they're not wild animals that you're going to go out and you're going to get your target and you go, that's the one. You're not. Stop thinking of looking for good people. And I want mm. you to start thinking about attracting people. Ooh. Okay. Stop looking and start attracting. We talked about that earlier. 
have a brand that's attractive, figure out what it is that you have to offer and put that out there. Be mm. a boss that gives a damn and actually wants to invest in their personal lives and you will start attracting people. Mm. But when we start thinking about find, here's what I want you to start looking for. Instead of looking for people, I want you to figure out who is the right person for you. What's the right employee for me? Who's going to fit best here? Who's going to have the skills? And take a step back and say, where do those people congregate? Where do they hang out? Hmm. And I want you to go there. So when we talk about finding, we're talking about the place. Uh, we, we use uh, some fishing analogies, right? Like I want you to stop fishing in Lake Indeed because that's where everybody's fishing right now. Yeah, you and yeah, millions yeah. of other employers. Guess what? That thing is overfished. <laughs> Anything <laughs> that's left are the people that got thrown back, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and I want you to stop fishing in Lake Indeed. And I want you to say, okay, where is it that I can go fishing for good people that, mm. isn't, that isn't too crowded, that isn't overfished? And, and I'll give you guys a couple of things that we find that are really easy. So if you're a small company and you're community-based, a lot of these small companies, they serve a certain community. Mm. Go get plugged into your community. It might be a local chamber. Mm-hmm. might be a local networking group. It might be a, a rotary club. It might mm-hmm. be getting involved in your kid's t-ball team, right? Like mm-hmm. whatever, get plugged into the community. We have one client that did this and they went and got involved with Habitat for Humanity. I mean, these are tradespeople, right? They, yeah, they love working yeah. with their hands. They went and got involved in Habitat for Humanity and they said, anytime there's a project locally, we're going to be there. They got plugged in. They started sponsoring. All of a sudden, everybody started talking about them. Have you heard about these guys? Like they're so plugged in the community. They're taking care of us. They're spending time with us. They're supporting the community. Guess what? That advertising went so far because people said, wait a minute, I want to be involved with a company that's doing stuff like that. Not only did they get more customers from the promotion and all of that, they got more better employees because the employees took notice and said, my boss doesn't do that. My boss doesn't care about the community I live in. I want to be a part of that. Mm, right on. So get plugged in the community. Grassroots campaigns are one of the best ways to do it if you're a small company. Fantastic. I love that. And we're huge proponents of networking. So this is a natural fit. Uh, thank yeah. you for that. Hiring is uh, time consuming, right? Especially if these guys who are running penny businesses, they're running around trying to you know make sure jobs are set up. They're running around to networking and they're, they're doing all these sales calls. Mm-hmm. And trying to get them their phones blown up all day. Where's this? How do I do that? And, uh, because they're working on setting boundaries, but they're generally running around with their heads cut off. So we're, you're sharing some awesome uh, strategies with them, but they're thinking, you know, it's so time consuming. What are some ways that they can improve the process? Yeah. So, you know, I, I'm going to guess. So I, I don't. I know enough about painting to be incredibly dangerous and piss off every single person that's listening right now. But I would imagine that a successful painter has some tools that they have purchased and that they've learned to use that save them an incredible amount of time. Hmm. Right? I've hmm. seen, I've been told that one of the most time consuming things about being a painter is the prep. Oh yeah. And there are tools and I've seen, I was like, that is cool. Where'd you get that? They're like, oh my gosh, let me show you how much time this saves me by using this tool. Mm -hmm. It makes them more efficient, more cost-effective, increases profitability, right? They've invested in not just the tool, but learning to use the tool, Mm. right? You put a hammer in the hand of a master craftsman and that hammer is worth a hundred grand a year. You put a hammer in my seven-year-old's hands. (laughs) 
cost me money. Yeah. <laughs> Don't make it money. Right? But the difference is the master craftsman has learned to use the tool. So there is a tool when it comes to hiring that everybody needs to know about. And it's called the applicant tracking system. Now, an applicant tracking system, is, it's like a CRM. I don't know. Do, do you guys talk about CRMs oh, yeah. and growing the business oh, yeah. and how important mm-hmm. it is? Oh, yeah. It is. It, I, I would say it is a CRM. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Except instead of managing customers, manages applicants. Brilliant. And so when you plug into this tool, you take that job ad we were talking about and mm-hmm. you post it into an applicant tracking system. I mean, this will save you a ton of time right here. And instead of sending it to just Indeed, where you have to do it manually, It'll send it to dozens, if not hundreds of job boards automatically mm. for free. Mm. <laughs> if you're spending money on Indeed, <laughs> for free, you will get on oh Indeed. Yeah, you will get on yeah. ZipRecruiter. You will get on Monster and CareerBuilder. You get on all these job boards for free and you only got to post the job once. Wow. And just start there and how much time that's going to save you. What, what's the CRM called? Well, just like CRMs, there are thousands of them and they all okay. matter. But one we really like, really like is Applicant Pro. Applicant Pro. Yeah. Now, here's the thing about Applicant Pro. It is a very powerful tool. So just like a lot of CRMs, you could go down this path of t- t- administrative and setting it up and configuring and all that other stuff. But I'm going to give this offer out to your listeners if they're interested. So we're an Applicant Pro partner. One reaches out to me and says, Hey, Ryan, can I get an intro to Applicant Pro? We're an affiliate partner. So this helps us. I have it set up so that if someone knows, if Applicant Pro knows they come in through Core Matters, they copy all of our templates, they copy all of our process, they copy all the admin settings, they copy everything over for you. And I'd be happy to give that to help your listeners with that. Awesome. Um, Fantastic. So they don't have Thank to you. set it up because. They got a business to run. Right, <laughs> they don't need to spend right. dozens of hours figuring out how to set this system up. Okay. Fantastic. Uh, yeah. If you send it over, we'll post it in the uh, show notes. Yeah. You know what? Just have them reach out to me um, right. either through my website. You know, if they do it through my website, it's way faster because I don't know about you, but sometimes my team gets responses to these things a lot faster than I do. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. And your website is corematters.com, correct? C-O-R-E. Yeah. Just go to the contact page. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go ahead. C-O-R-E-M-A-T-T-E-R-S.com. Correct. And if they just go to the contact page, it goes to my team. They will take care of getting you connected to our rep. And if they know you came through us, they will copy everything over for you. Mm-hmm. But then here's the next cool part I just wanted to share about the applicant sure. tracking system. It's not just about posting. It's about managing all these applicants that come in. You know, you come in Monday morning, you see 30 new applications in your inbox. And you're just like, oh, I don't have time for this. Well, with a system like Applicant Pro, what you can do is you can set it up to not only screen people for you, knock out all the people you don't want to talk to, but then you can automate the communication. So it comes in and they get an email and says, hey, we like what we see. Click this link to schedule a time to meet with us. And you can go from application all the way to interview and never have to look at an applicant. Let the system manage and automate that whole thing for you. And then all most of the systems, Applicant Pro included now, text messaging. Because how many painters are sitting there in front of their computer waiting yeah. for an email to come in? They're not. No, text yeah. messaging. So you can automate text messaging. And even better, if you've got a team, let's say you've got an admin assistant or office manager or CRM, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, someone customer service rep, 
you can give them access to Applicant Pro and they can help you manage this too. They don't have to be in your email. Mm, Right on. How cool is that? Yeah. All in one place. Right. So it is, there, there are so many other tools that we teach in our program, but that tool right there, that's the game changer for saving time. Talk about game changers, Ryan. This has been fantastic. I can't tell you how much of an alignment um, your methods are with what we believe, but it's just awesome that you specialize in all this. And I, I can't wait to read your book now. <laughs> you know, I haven't read it. Uh, is, it is, is it published yet? And what's the name of it? So the book is called Hire Better People Faster. And it's all about our proven process. So we break down all the tools, all the systems, everything that you need uh, to go implement what we teach our clients. And uh, it comes out October 17th, 2023. So I'm not sure when this is publishing. About then. Actually, we're about five weeks out from... uh, Perfect. Yeah. So so most likely by the time you get listen to this, the book's out. (laughs) Um, We're going to be doing a lot of cool promotional stuff. One of the things that you get when you uh, buy the book, if you come to our website and you let us know, we've got 12 bonuses, 12 tools that we give our clients that we talk about in the book, worksheets, templates, everything. Uh, When you let us know you bought the book, we're going to send those to you, email them to you right away. And uh, these are the tools that we use every day in working with our clients. Our clients use them and we talk about them in the book, but we're actually going to give those templates and everything away for free. Fantastic. Is there a question I should have asked or a final point you'd like to make? You know, I, there's one thing that I think everybody listening to this right now is either familiar with or needs to know about, and that's employee referrals. You didn't ask me about employee referrals. And I'll bet you that a lot of your listeners are like, oh, if I could just get another employee referral. If I could just yeah, get Jimmy yeah. over there to refer one more buddy, I'd be set. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I talk about this a little bit in my book, but I really do. This is an important thing, especially for the small business. You know, under 10, 15 employees, employee referrals are the lifeblood of how you should be growing your team. You should not be on Indeed. You should not be out there looking through the marketplace like everybody else is. Employee referrals are by far the best. Mm. They're not going to save you time. They're going to save you money. But I promise you, the people are listening is like, oh my gosh, employee referrals are so good. How do I get Mm. more? Let me tell you this. This is what we've learned. If you have an employee referral program, or if you don't, and you're thinking about doing one, do not reward them with money. Don't reward them with money. We see it all the time. Oh, if you refer somebody after 90 days, I'll give you a thousand bucks. Doesn't work. Hmm. Less than 6% of people will refer for money. Here's what I want you to do instead. I want you to remember, we talked about figuring out what you have to offer, what value you can bring. Mm-hmm. I want you to sit down and think about that for a moment and then think about that perfect employee for you, that referral that you want. What's important to them? And if you don't know, go ask them what's mm-hmm. important to you. One thing I've learned, especially in the trades, I don't know how many of your, your listeners give their painters any kind of paid time off, vacation pay or anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, might happen every once in a while. But you know what? That vacation pay, whew, not only is it inexpensive for you, but oh, it's like gold to attract mm-hmm. people. So imagine instead of saying, I'm going to give you a thousand bucks, you said, hey, I'm going to give you three days paid time off mm-hmm. for every referral that comes on board. Right and to sweeten the pot, here's how you get that referrer to come over. So think about this for a minute. If, if, if I'm going out and I want to refer someone to you, I was like, hey, you got to meet my boss, Steve. What am I really asking that guy to do? I'm asking him to quit his job. 
I'm asking yeah. him to go home and tell his wife <laughs> he's going to quit his job <laughs> yeah. to come work over here. That's a big ask. Hmm. But imagine hmm. that you sweeten the pot on your employee referral program and not only to give me three days time off, but imagine you gave the new guy three days time off after his first 90 days. Hmm. Now I get to go to him and say, hey, you know how you and your wife been fighting because you can't take time off because you got no paid time off? If you can work for my, the company I'm with, they're going to give you three days paid time off after you've been there 90 days. Nothing. You don't have to do nothing. Just be there. Mm -hmm. Now, when he goes to his wife, he says, honey, you know how you've been wanting to go visit the in-laws? <laughs> you want to go visit your parents? <laughs> well, now we can get away with that and not have to take the hit because we already talked about people live paycheck to paycheck. Yeah, yeah. Imagine they so get true. to take like a long weekend now, drive up, and mm -hmm. she gets to go see her parents finally and not take a hit to the to their personal income. I mean, how powerful mm. is that? Yeah. Indeed. That's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> so I just want to throw that one out there. Yeah. It's an easy thing for people to do. You just gotta go do it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh we mentioned the website. Is there any other way that if somebody wanted to follow up, they should reach out to you or just go to the website? Uh, you know, for any of your listeners are on LinkedIn, I'm super active and involved on LinkedIn. But no, my website's the best place, corematters.com. Uh, you know, we'll actually act also have um, some bonus information that you're going to put in your show notes. I don't have the URL right now, but I'll get the exact URL for you uh, to give your listeners uh, some free tools and awesome. some free information to help them with this process. Right on. Ryan, uh, you've brought tremendous value. I appreciate it. Thank you for your time. Thank you. Paynet podcasts are produced by the Painting Contractors Association and are made possible by members and industry partners. To find out more about upcoming education opportunities or for more information about joining PCA, visit PCAPainted.org.